Hello and welcome to the Nashville Daily Podcast. I'm Stuart Deming. And I'm Aaron Pennington. One small critter is interrupting industrial development in Nashville. Low-cost, nonstop flights to New York are being added to BNA. Plus, we talk about development along the Cumberland River that could be bigger than the East Bank. We'll talk about all of this and more on Nashville Daily. Is right developments that uh, could be bigger than the East Bank. Um, uh, let us know where you think that could be before we start talking about it. No cheating. If you saw the thumbnail, no cheating. Um, but it, it, this really shows where the real estate value is going to uh, continue to rise. I know we are in a bit of a uh, a, a downhill turn, but near near these areas, the real estate will will definitely continue to uh, show some impressive numbers. And as you're thinking, maybe I need to be closer to these developing areas, or maybe you want to get away from the construction that may be happening, and then move your move there uh, ten years later, buy a little house and uh, rent it out, and then ten years later you show up there once the construction is done. That's a great plan. Whatever your situation is, whatever your plan is, we've got one person who's got you covered. That's Brad Reynolds, of course. You've heard it. Think Nashville. Think Brad. It's just a, 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 a physics property that happens here in the Nashville zip codes, and uh, Brad Reynolds is uh, an incredible real estate agent in town. He's closing in on $200 million in sales. He knows Nashville real estate like nobody else. Uh, you can text Brad what your thoughts are about some of these developments at 615-856-3270. Leave a comment for us and then text Brad. Let him know what you think about it. Brad, if, if you've seen him in our interviews, you can go to archives. Uh, Brad's been on the show a few times. Very knowledgeable about these spaces here in Nashville. Maybe, Brad, if you're listening, t- uh, chime in in the comments. Let us know what you think about the uh, the area that we're going to be talking about here later on the show. But if you think Nashville, think Brad. Give Brad a text or a call, 615-856-3270, or give him a shout over at thinkbrad.com. Uh, so there was an industrial parkway that was being built up towards the Madison area. And during construction, they found these little sal- uh, salamanders and these things look like they have little wings. So these things look like they can fly. <laughs> we just have a photo on the, from the Tennessean right now. And if are those the ones uh, they used in holes, I, that's exactly what they look like. <laughs> like I was like are, a little I bit. They're a little these in holes. They're a little bit, little bit, little bit too slithery like for the, for holes. The the photo is, but it, it has, but it has like the the wings. But look, like, like, like the look ones like, in holes. These look like wings, and so yeah. Uh, they were able to rescue these. And it turns out these are actually like almost extinct here in the state of Tennessee, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. So this was a, a big project in uh, the, the Madison area. Um, and this is a, a area that was developing for uh, a park at Myatt development, a 16.4 acre park. Yeah. Which is uh, pretty crazy. Uh, the site includes it's it's not like a park to play at it's no, like a it's, warehouse it's park a industrial parkway yeah, yeah different kind of plane um, but there are two shallow bay warehouses that were built ninety three thousand square feet seventy eight thousand square feet respectively 
uh, for the two things. Uh, but the, this is an interesting story from the Tennessean. Uh, they're, they're talking about this on the aftermath side of things. I can understand why I'll, I'll kind of talk about why I think why this is happening on the backside of this and, and not during when it happened. The project came with a unique and unexpected cost discovered during the construction, a species of rare and protected amphibians called streamside salamanders. They live on the property that was being developed uh, borders, the dry Creek watershed and the salamanders were listed as state endangered in 2018. Um, a spokesperson for the Tennessee Department of Environment and Conservation said this is the only known sighting of the streamside salamander in the Dry Creek watershed. Interesting. Th- thanks to this discovery, we hope to learn more about the habit, uh, the habits and characteristics of this species. Um, I think we need to well, throw, ahead to throw the picture <laughs> up one more time <laughs> to, to see these things. Um, yeah, so very Picture interesting crawling on you. creature. Uh, so what happened when they discovered this? Um, well, they essentially made sure that they created a, a better habitat, habitat Look at this place. Uh, for this. They, uh, they said they worked with the Department of Environment and Conservation, um, and they made this uh, kind of a habitat that was actually better than, the, than what they had, a pond, a lot of foliage for them to eat, uh, and reproduce and, and hopefully make it out of that extinct population. That's just my opinion. I don't know if that was their goal or not. Um, but they, uh, they now have an enhanced wetland habitat that they prefer, um, which, which is uh, very interesting. So I'll give you my thoughts on this because if they would have talked about this in the press while it was happening, and maybe they did, but this is the first time we're seeing about it, they might have had to stop construction and not complete the project like where they found that body in Wedgwood Houston uh for the Fort Negley stuff yeah yeah uh, oh for sure oh you're talking about the uh the recent body the recent body I yeah. don't know if they've stopped construction but they found a uh un- yeah. unmarked we, uh, body or, yeah 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 we talked about that a couple of weeks ago uh on the podcast but um they were able to I think kind of negotiate their way into uh putting them in a nice habitat that's near their area, not having to really stop construction and, uh, and not complete the project, but also the Tennessee department of, uh, the Tennessee wildlife resource and resource association or whichever department would really, uh, want to know about this stuff. These salamanders may not have been found until construction if, if it wasn't for this project. That's true. And this is the first time they said it's along this area. So they're probably like, hey, we're not going to make sure you have a bad press about this because you found them. Yay. So we're all going to work together to put them in a better pond. You helped save this <laughs> in this state. So, Yay. But it's just very interesting. I mean, Tennessee, we have a, 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 a lot of salamanders here, especially when you go down to the caverns. Their logo is a, a very bright and colorful salamander that's really kind of only found in that area, I so believe, there, or I, I don't know it's full where it's, it, it's fully lives and, and where it doesn't, but I know it's, uh, I know it's found, uh, in those, those caves in that area. Well, so in the building that we have our studio in, uh, there's little small ones, little, little baby ones. There's I little ran, lizards I ran, running I ran, around I ran into three or four of them the other day. And then at my house, I have this black salamander. I think they're lizards. Um, I don't think they're salamanders. I think okay. They're little lizards. Uh, but I have this black one that lives at the house and he like, he, I hit him once by accident with the weed whacker, and his tail just flew off. 
and he just regrew back his tail. So just fun, fun stories. There you go. All yeah. right. Um, well, if you are scared of little lizards and salamanders and stuff, and you want to fly away from Nashville, you now, well, almost it's coming up for some new nonstop flights from BNA courtesy of breeze airways. This is being reported from news channel five, Stuart, I'll, I'll let you, you're, you're the expert in the area they're going to. So I'm going to let you uh, kind, kind of. of give us a, <laughs> give us a little hint onto where these locations are. All right. So the low fare airline has added nonstop service from Nashville to New York, West, Westchester. So just West of New York city. Okay. Uh, how far, um, how far is that? If you were to land in, and uh, Westchester the, drive the wrong person. I think two hours, two hours, I, I, an okay. hour. Yeah. I, I did not live in that part of New York. <laughs> uh, so Wednesday, that's the flights are going to be Wednesday, Fridays and Mondays. They're also adding a nonstop service from Nashville to Norfolk, uh, Virginia on Wednesdays, Fridays and Mondays. But the, the, Why can't the they just say is, Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays? I don't understand it. Uh, <laughs> maybe cause they released the article on the Wednesday. I don't know. Uh, but this oh, is not starting until November 2nd. Maybe that's why. Maybe November 2nd is a Wednesday. Probably. That's probably why. Um, it's too so, far in the future for me to think of. So right now, Breeze Airways, they also serve a Hartford nonstop flight from Nashville. All right. So if you're looking to get away from the lizards, have fun. <laughs> yeah. If you're looking away to uh, getting away from the lizards, you, you might not be able to, to do it here, but we'll, we'll try to steer you clear with Explorers Nashville tip of the day. For Explorers Nashville tip of the day, it's a great day to head to Franklin, Tennessee. And you may be wondering, what in the world is in Franklin, Tennessee? Well, let me tell you. There's the factory. There's the Main Street. There's a bunch of Civil War history. Uh, there's the Natchez Trace Parkway. There's Leaper's Fork. The list goes on, on, and on, and on, and on. And, and uh, uh, on. We didn't even talk about the, the shops downtown. No. Uh, there's a Puckett's downtown. The free parking. Yeah, a lot, that's a big one. That's a lot a of free parking one. near all of these things. Um, and it, I mean, it's just a, a great, it's been voted one of America's best small towns. Um, so if you want a place to, uh, to shop in a downtown area and you don't want it to feel like Broadway, then it's a whole different experience. Head down to Franklin, check out the shopping, the restaurants, suites, uh, that they have there. Stuart mentioned the factory. The factory is like all of that, except inside. Uh, there's a lot of construction going on there. So, uh, know that it's improving during that construction. Um, but yeah, you, you get all that. And like Stuart mentioned, free parking. Yeah. Free parking. <laughs> you, you can't beat it. Uh, <laughs> the civil war his history is very deep and there's just a lot to do in Franklin. There is, uh, if you have a favorite thing to do down in the Franklin area, let us know in the comments, send us a DM on Instagram, because we want to know what your favorite thing is. We have, we have a lot of lists for what our favorite things are. We try to recommend those to you. But if you have some things that we have not mentioned, make sure to uh, hit us up and let us know what your favorite uh, things to do uh, or places to be, things to do, or favorite restaurants are in that area. And that is Explorers National Tip of the Day.
Today's episode of National Daily is brought to you by Blessed Day Coffee. We have our own coffee roast, everybody. You can use code EXPLORE20 to take 20% off your order right now. Also get free delivery. Uh, let's throw up this website so you guys can see our roast. All right. The coveted Tennessee Sunrise Blonde Roast is uh, that that is the beautiful view of the Bluffs Overlook at uh, the uh, almost at Natchez Trace Parkway. It's close the Arrows of Harpeth uh, Park not Parkway, uh, but State Park. And that is probably the best sunrise that you'll experience in the Nashville area. And uh, so it is fitting to have a Tennessee Sunrise Blonde Roast with that as the uh, uh, the background for this roast. And uh, we get fueled by Blessed Day Coffee every single morning. Uh, and so you have the chance to do that, too, at 20% off and free delivery. And uh, if you like it hot, like it cold, Stuart, you do it cold. I do it both ways. Oh, you're, you're drinking it hot now. I drink it hot my first cup usually, unless I'm traveling, then I do cold. Nice. Yeah, so I, I like it both ways. Then we also have a coffee roast with our face on it. So if you want our, your, our faces in your kitchen, uh, there's an opportunity for that as well. <laughs> so use a code. That will wake you 20. up. Uh, my face will wake you up for sure. <laughs> You're going to be like, why is your hairy face in my face? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just get that bag of coffee. Mix. <laughs> All right. So the East Bank is located the East Bank of the Cumberland River. And it's one of the largest talking points here in the city of Nashville. Besides the new Titan Stadium, it's hands down the largest talking point here in the city of Nashville. And yep. that does include the conversations with the Titan Stadium because it's going to be relocated right next to the old Titan Stadium. But this whole area of the East <laughs> Bank is huge. But there, there's an area of downtown that's really interesting. And it's like this warehouse parkway or industrial parkway that's directly downtown right on the east bank of the cumberland river but it's not considered the neighborhood of the east bank yes so the east bank uh credit where credit's due that is going to be incredible oracle uh and their commitment there has really solidified the development along the east bank um and that's kind of going top golf north until you hit um kind of past River North, uh, basically the curve of the river. Yeah, the, yeah. the curve of the river, and then as the river heads west. And that, that part is spoken for and talked about a ton. Um, they're building the East Bank Boulevard down along that way, like Stuart said, the Titan Stadium. Uh, but Stuart and I were recently um, a little bit south of that recently. And uh, we were driving along, uh, this is Davidson, Davidson Street. Yep. And... We, we it, it's been a while since we've been down there. They've done a lot of construction on the road down that way. And we noticed, and, and, and we knew this, it's just been a while since we've been down there. A lot of the warehouses, the uh, area, it is just screaming. By me. To be, <laughs> it is screaming to be bought by developers and... I think that this is actually going to be, this may be controversial. I don't know. I don't I don't even know, Stuart, if you feel this way, that this area that we're going to show you, I think has almost more potential than the East Bank that we are, that we've currently talked about for the past year and a half. The, so the potential that I see immediately is this area can be, 
transformed faster than the rest of the East Bank uh, because the infrastructure, in a sense, is already there. Maybe not the the pipes or some of the electricity grid is there, right? But the main source of the infrastructure is there, and that's the road. the The biggest thing is the B, the East Bank is going to be 350 acres. I'm not sure the exact land of this area that we're about to look at. Yeah. It's maybe 75 acres, and I'm just that's a rough estimate. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, I really wish Google Earth, could, I could circle an area and they would say this is how many <laughs> acres it is, but they, Google Earth does not do There's that. There's probably an app for that somewhere. There is, and I just don't want to pay for it. So <laughs> we have a photo right now of what we're looking at and what we're thinking of. And so this is the warehouse district on Davison Pike, or not Pike, Davison Street. This is right off the Cumberland River. Uh, and if you guys remember, we did an episode probably about three months ago. They're going the to be wharf. Yeah, they're going to be building a bridge, uh, basically a, like right here on the Cumberland River. So there's so much potential in this area. And we pulled into two parking lots uh, the other day when we were traveling through this area. And all of the buildings were like basically abandoned. Yeah, they're only, I would say 25% of this is uh, actually functioning. Yeah. Um, so where, we, where the top of this is PSC Metals. Yep. So so this is, that would be considered in the East Bank. Yeah. Where PSC Metals is. But the, the, the kind of stretch that we're envisioning, uh, kind of PSC Metals, you see where the uh, the actual interstate bridge is. Yep, right here. Pretty much from the, the, the interstate bridge all the way to Shelby Park. Yep, which we'll talk about here in a second. Um, but you're right, Stuart. The, the area is primed. It's like the, all you got to do is knock out the warehouses and start from there. Uh, however, uh, and if you go on the West Bank, um, all of that area is primed the, this and, area, and ready to go. Yeah, so this area is really interesting on the West Bank. And, if, and it's, if it's you more do... spacious before it gets into anything. You can see how close the homes are yeah. to that east side. But look at all this square footage here on the west side. So, like, and I, 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 so with this potential, with this huge site. So over here, you have the huge train yard. You have the MTA, uh, all where they store all the buses. You have this huge freight company over here. This is all freight. And then you have a concrete maker here. And so this area, it does have the potential to really be be something large. I, I just don't foresee that as soon as the east side the, the of the almost Cumberland all River. abandoned warehouses. Yeah. What's really <laughs> interesting. So these houses, though, these houses are up the hill. I don't know in the 2010 flood how high the water got on this portion of the river. I do know a lot of these warehouses that were right here were completely flooded. And you make a good point. There, there's two thoughts that I have because you, you, you said that when we were wondering the area. And I was like, wow. Yeah, I don't know about that when within comes to these spaces, but number one, uh, it flooded Nissan stadium and, and nobody's going to consider not rebuilding another stadium because of that. Yeah. And, 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 and the, that, there was 10 feet of water in Nissan. Stadium. Yeah. And that whole East bank area, they're not going to not develop there because of that. The 2010 flood. I, I think that was a, uh, a, a one w East Nashville has severely had about one flood every hundred years. Yep. And so I think that everybody's just going to live with it. Um, and hopefully in the future, find better ways to manage that and manage when that does happen. And some of the Corps of Engineers stuff is trying to help to make sure that that doesn't happen. And there's that lawsuit between Metro Nashville and FEMA right now for the Corps of Engineers stuff for $10 million. So I'm just throwing that out there still. And, and then also the second thing is um, one thing that I think impacts and, and the East Bank has really kind of given a 
look into what the pace of this stuff is, um, Metro and Nashville has to really decide that they want to build there in order for that to start developing um, into a skyline that rolls along that river because they're the ones that have to do site surveys. They're the ones that have to do rezoning uh, the correct rezoning. They're the ones that have to, uh, to do environmental surveys and all of that. Like they are, they have to do some serious legwork um, to make sure that this area is ready as well. Um, And then you mentioned this when we were talking about this while we were in that area, kind of everybody has to be on the same page in order for that to happen. Yeah. And it's, I, I think I, I do envision it on the East Bank. On the West Bank, I'm going to say that's going to be 10 or 15 years before we really start seeing that maybe. It will be longer, but, and, and it'll, it will take more money because of how valuable yeah. those – because everything on the West Bank is functioning. Everything, yeah, everything and on the West Bank is functioning. Everything is, is, uh, is functioning very well on the West side, so it will take a lot more – resources for that to happen for sure there's at least i don't and i don't know this if somebody's a commercial a commercial guy let me know what the inventory is for the east bank of what we're looking at right now but there's probably three or four abandoned warehouses or they're just using them for storage things and they just don't have any people working in and out of them uh but this area is really interesting the big my bigger concern is the flooding issue and i know we don't we're not going to have a 2010 flood every year but this, the Cumberland River still can flood a little bit every year. And so how are they going to manage that? Is it going to be uh, more parking lot type driven structures? So it's like four or five story parking lots. And then those parking lots can flood and then the buildings not flood. So yeah, there, there are buildings. Of- there are buildings that I've seen uh, and it's super expensive. So it's not really practical for all these buildings. Uh, but there are buildings that have they know the area floods yep and so they build the building to uh to deal with it and actually act a certain way yep. when it floods in their parking garages so it's very interesting how that works uh but i do want to say this the the reason why i kind of said at the beginning this could be bigger than the east bank if that west and east side of what we're looking at right now um just below and kind of south of the interstate and east of the interstate uh Oh, if that combines, that's if, a huge area. If if those, if we have a skyline that goes along that, that kind of points towards downtown and continues that way, then the way that that can constri- contribute to the entirety of Nashville skyline, I think will have a bigger impact on the city than the East Bank. And the reason I say that is because the one thing that the East Bank does not have going for them that this would have going for it is the rate at which skyscrapers are not happening along the west side of the Cumberland River yep. in Germantown and on just on that side of things and in the Metro Center area, uh, those aren't happening really as as long as as much of uh, as the east side. And, then, and that could be the zoning laws uh, have a lot Absolutely. to affect with that. And yeah. Maybe it could be also that area because of the the levees and stuff that are over there. It can only the land can only handle so much weight. Uh, the, these are questions that we these, need scientists these for. Are, these these um, heads are not meant for that. So somebody help us with uh, some of those things that we can definitely learn. But one thing I do want to point out is the the infrastructure of Davison Street is really interesting because it's super super wide, and the, ultimately the reason it was wide is because of all the tractor trailers going in and out of those warehouses. 
but I love what they've done here with Davison Street. So you have your turn lane, and it's actual proper turn lane. It's not one of those like mixed straight turn lanes, <laughs> like the Metro Center turn lanes, like oh, to turn into so that Metro terrible. Center Chick Fil A. It's yeah, like it's half a lane that you got to get into, and you're like, I'm about to get hit for this Chick Fil A. It's worth <laughs> it, but it's not worth the headache sometimes. Uh, but then you have your regular straight lanes, and then you have two separate bike lanes. This is uh, uh, which is so super impressive. No, so I think okay. So here's what's it's it's uh, the bike lane on the left side. Oh, so it left, has, it does have two. Okay, we can't so, get to it. But yeah, so on the left, it, it has it has a a, a two way bike lane. Yep. So both ways, and then that lane Is in between lane? the road. No, oh, it it probably could be down the road between the road and the bike lane is parking. Oh, that's awesome. That's even cooler. Yeah. Huh. Okay. I didn't, I didn't realize that it would be a great bus lane too. It could be, it, it could be a fantastic bus lane. Uh, so, and this is newer for Davidson street. It, it, they did not have this, uh, until I believe after the pandemic or somewhere around there, they were working on that. And it makes me wonder, cause I didn't travel down it that often. I didn't know if it was just in bad shape to begin with, or if it, you know, they know down the road, they need to, uh, pun intended down the road, they need people to look at that area and developers to look in that area. So they need to beauty it up a little bit. Um, so I, I don't know if they did it for that reason, but if, if you're wondering where all those warehouses and, and stuff go to what's past those warehouses and where does it feed into? Uh, well, there's a lot back there if you keep going down Davidson street as well. So I think the thing that can make this very lucrative for developers later on uh, that's going to be different than the East Bank. Yeah, the East Bank's going to have a lot of like green ways and green spaces. And the canals. I think the canals the are going to be huge are gonna for be the huge. East Bank. But what, what's not talked about is the amount of greenway and green spaces that's already there connected You're to exactly Davidson right. Street. And so we're going to throw up this little map real quick, quick and we're going to look at Shelby Park. And so at the bottom corner, uh, left-hand corner, that's the uh, Shelby Park, and then it turns into the Shelby Bottoms Greenway and this is an interconnective park. It's absolutely beautiful. It's one of the best parks in Nashville. And it's like a true oasis away from the downtown hustle and bustle. And so I could truly see the potential in about five to 10 years when their apartment complexes and mixed use developments are happening on that East Bank. And then they're going to be able to connect straight into this park. It's just going to be an incredible thing that I don't think the entire East Bank will be able to really do. Yeah, I I think you're exactly right. The, the potential that that already has. And East Nashville is one of the largest neighborhoods in Nashville. And so if, if you could get a lot of the East Nashville traffic to, uh, to kind of buy into, hey, if we've got a lot of restaurants and you can go right from Shelby Park to this major mixed-use area to enjoy the riverfront. People will eat it up. It, it, I think it'd be a fantastic sell. Um, and especially maybe, you know, just throw in another pedestrian bridge here, here and there, uh, to, to appease. But I, I think it would be a fantastic, uh, thing to have these two things connected right to each other. There's so much in Shelby park. There's a golf course, Vinny links. When you get in there, uh, baseball field, uh, there's a lot of just space to walk greenway, like Stuart said, nature center. Um, so a, a lot to contribute and to this area. There's an abandoned airport called Cornelia Ford Air Park. There is. And tomorrow we're going Ooh. to dive into the history of that air park. That, that has a, a, a good story, so make sure you, uh, you come to the next episode to listen to that. Uh, but w what do you think? I know we gave our thoughts on this. 
Also, we need to figure out a name for this area before somebody else does. Uh, so let us know. What what should this name be? Uh, probably something with Davidson since it's on Davidson Street. Let us know what this name should be. Let us know your thoughts on this area just south of, south of the East Bank. Thank you for listening to Nashville Daily. To learn more about today's episode, visit NashvilleDailyPodcast.com. And to stay connected, head to our Discord and you can find the link at NashvilleDailyPodcast.com slash connect. Nashville Daily is now offering tours. If you'd like to take a tour of downtown Nashville, head to the link in the show notes or find out more details at NashvilleDailyPodcast.com. Nashville Daily Podcast is an Explore.Nash production, copyright 2022.